what I'm working with now anyways for this year is I'm working with helping people to, to feel inside their body. That's my main intention because I think that once you can really drop inside your body and feel the energy in your body and to feel where the stagnation is, you can heal yourself. This is not your mother's middle age. No longer is waking up each day, living the wash, rinse, and repeat cycle acceptable. We have the life lessons, the relationships, the wins, and the losses with which to navigate to our highest self without hesitation and without fear leading the way. We have been there and done that, and so we have so much to offer the world and each other. So join me on this journey speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things for new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons. You will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. Today we're speaking with Laura Chalfant, and this is a woman with a very instinctive, insightful, and very multifaceted journey that has brought her to this serving others through her intuitive energy healing. And she has such a fascinating past that has brought her to to what she's doing today. And I actually had a session with Laura from afar. She's in Pennsylvania. I'm in Georgia. We did it through Zoom. And I can tell you that it it was truly amazing. And I don't know, it was really interesting what she was able to uncover just an hour time together through a Zoom computer thing. So it just proves that this stuff exists, people, and I'm living proof that, that it's happening. So without further ado, welcome, Laura, to the program, Second Win the Podcast. How are you today? Hi, Wendy. I'm so, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm doing really well. I um, am very excited because I just launched my course and um, the Energy Freedom Circle, and I'm getting really great um, reviews from from people, so I'm very excited about that. And I am, um, you know, this has been a challenging time. <laughs> the pandemic has been a challenging time, but I have um, adjusted as all of us have, and I'm learning new things and learning how to build a business online. Um, I've been doing hands-on healing work for a number of years, um, but also I've been doing a long-distance healing work for a number of years, also. So I've, um, I'm mostly doing long distance, but I'm still doing some hands-on work and I'm building, um, building a course and um, uh, hopefully it will be a year long course of, um, uh, you know, learning how to transform your energy. It's, 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 it's truly amazing work that you're doing and, and where you are right now is, is your aha moment from the pandemic can you share with us that that moment that yeah something's got to change here uh how am i going to embrace who i really am my truest highest self and serve others what was that for you i was thinking about this morning wendy and i was thinking well there's really been two aha moments for me in the last uh number of years and um so I'm going to go back a little bit. Is that yeah, okay? bonus, bonus for us? Bring it because we can always learn okay. something. 
I have been, um, I've been studying energy healing for a long time. And when I, when I was early, uh, young, when I was 17, I started opening up to this um, amazing world, a multidimensional world, realizing that the, um, <clears throat> the world that we live in is much, it's much more vast than what I had ever experienced. So I'm going to fast forward. Um, it, you know, like I, I, for, for many years, I've been practicing energy work, but not quite knowing how to fully embrace it. And about five years ago, I decided, you know, I'm an energy healer. This is me. This is who I am. And this is what I need to be doing. I, I need to stop doing the other things that are not um, in line with my highest self. And so I, uh, it took me a while, <laughs> a while to kind of get there, but it was the pandemic that <laughs> made me decide, okay, I don't have to do, I can't do the hands-on work anymore anyways. And I, um, I can't bring people into my home anymore. I can't go into the city, into my city office, and I needed to really change things. And I, um, I, I meditated, like you were saying, I uh, sat for a couple of months um, I was fortunate to get um, a, a PPP loan so that I had some, some time to really look at how, how can I support my clients uh, long distance, and especially people who aren't so familiar with long distance work. Um, so I sat and I designed um, a system that uh, works within the chakra system. And Wendy, I gave you a chakra healing session. And what I find is that when you're doing long distance work, it's really important to uh, connect deeply with the person who's on the other side so that they can um, feel the shifts inside of their body. You know, I don't want it just to be um, a mental experience. I want it to be a full body experience because I'm very kinesthetic and I'm very able to feel into all the different layers of the body, like the chakras and um, the joints and into the cellular dimensions. So I wanted people to have that experience um, on um, through long distance. And I started working. I actually went to my office. I have an, um, another, I closed my city office and I opened up another office in the suburbs close by. And I brought my table there and I realized that I had, I had done uh, so many sessions on my table, um, on my massage table, that um, there's like a strong energetic imprint there. So I, I mm. started working on my table as if the person was there. And um, I really, I, you know, I could really see and feel into things. Well, it worked for me. So that energy worked. So that was your, that was an aha moment in that you needed, what's the second one? Um, the second one was, um, well, this is kind of, this was more of a synchronistic experience. I, um, I had been thinking about um, doing online courses for a while, um, but just kind of in the back of my head. And then on Instagram, <laughs> there was this um, sign, this post that said, free five-day course creation. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try this. So I, I did. I tried it, and I designed this whole um, uh, online course and then um, realized that there's so much more to it than just five days. And so I, I joined, um, I joined the, the year-long training um, that, <laughs> that deals with all the tech, technical um, 
pieces of building an online course, like how do I video? Right. Um, um, you know, it's like videotaping so that you can put something online is actually, it requires a lot of skills. So I, I up-leveled my skill set for, for um, so many different things so that I could build an online course. And um, I started that in August. I hired an assistant in November from the Philippines, um, who's amazing. So she does all the tech stuff for, for me because I can't possibly do everything. And I'm not. Yeah, you're one person. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you're just you. <laughs> just me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's such a brilliant idea. She was trained in the system that I work within. And um, so I could do the videoing and I could do the, the meditations and, and have time for podcasts like this. And, um, and so it's been quite a journey. Uh, <laughs> I've been working 40 hours a week yeah, getting this together. And um, I'm very excited about it. People yeah. are doing it. It's called yeah. the Energy Freedom Circle. Energy um, Freedom Circle. I love that. Yes. Yeah. So we'll, and we'll dive back into that as we get further into our conversation. But I, I'm sure everyone is, as I was when I first spoke to you, was like, okay, how did you even stumble upon something like this? Because in our world, the way we are all brought up is to be part of the system, right? And to branch off from that, even though the things that you have studied and learned and brought into your own world has been out there for thousands and thousands of years. And for some reason in our Western world, we've decided to just turn the volume down on all that stuff. And so you've had to branch out and kind of discover as, as a lot of the women on our podcast have. So let's start off. Who is Laura? Where, how did she come upon this? And it's fascinating. You know, um, it's, it's a process. It's been a process of self-discovery. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, like I said earlier, I had an experience when I was 17 that um, that opened my world up into um, like there is so much more in the universe than what I ever imagined. And and why, by that, I mean, I started seeing um, like like all of the uh, the natural world start to shimmer. I started seeing light and I started seeing dark. I started seeing entities. Um, which kind of freaked me out. <laughs> like, oh, were you were you were in a normal? Would you call it a normal upbringing? Yeah, I am. I mean, I I grew up in Akron, Ohio, in suburbia. <laughs> um, but I actually had um, you know uh, some trauma. You know, so oftentimes trauma will bring up um, these types of experiences. Uh, it's it's just. Um, the mind, um, when it can't handle the trauma, uh, starts to uh, connect and open up into something that feels much safer. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what happens. I can't really okay. say, but I felt protected by something bigger. Okay. All right. So you have, so you're 17 years old, you're walking along and you're seeing, describe that to us, like this, this moment of epiphany almost would you call it that where you're like okay what is this all right so um, um i guess you're calling me to tell the whole story i so. am <laughs> i have to i have to say that i took some uh, peyote 
Um, and uh, I was with a group of friends and I was outside with um, a friend of mine and we saw a spaceship. And um, oftentimes these drug experiences will open your consciousness up. So you see things that are there, <laughs> there, you know, so, you know, a lot of times when people say, oh, you, you were on drugs. So, you know, that couldn't happen. But right. I've talked to, to so many people who are healers or shamans and they say, of course, um, you know, the, the drugs, you know, the peyote, the mushrooms, the ayahuasca, whatever it is, yeah. it's open up your consciousness to a bigger bigger uh, consciousness and there's a lot of people who um who are deep time meditators and they'll take now ayahuasca is the big thing mm -hmm. um to open their consciousness um but i i i stopped taking drugs pretty much after that because <laughs> it was like wow this is really intense yeah um, <laughs> So, so you, you saw some things with your friend and then you started seeing auras around people. Would you call it that? What, what would you call yeah. it? Yeah. It's like, um, I, I, I saw, um, I, I saw light, I saw light around people and I, I saw, um, it's kind of like, you know, like when I say entities, it's kind of like, um, we hold, Maybe, they, maybe we could call them belief systems. And the body talk system that I work within, we call um, entities belief systems. So we have these negative belief systems that are in our system. Um, but in the shamanic realm, which um, I realized I had a very deep shamanic experience at that time, um, uh, it's like you can, you can see things, like you can see energies, um, you know, whether dark or light. Um, and... Um, so you just kind of see what's there and, and, in the, you know, with healing, you're just clearing things that are, um, not supposed to be there. Um, so take us through the journey, Laura, like, so, so you see all this stuff and then what you go to college and you study this, like what happens? Um, uh, well, I got married, I had a child, I got divorced, um, and then I, I was kind of trying to heal myself. So I uh, went to uh, Kripal Yoga Ashram and did some healing workshops. And I fell in love with the place. It was like nothing I had ever experienced. It was such a place of, of transformation and healing and, um, and very deep uh, practices and people that understood um, the internal world that I was experiencing. So I decided to move into Kripalu. I, uh, my son was four and we moved in and we lived there for five years. So explain what that is. Cause I didn't know what that was either. And I don't know if everyone knows what that is. So um, an ashram is um, a yoga community. It's kind of like a monastery. Um, for yogis, <laughs> so okay. instead of being Christian, it's it's a yogic philosophy, um, and we, you know, studied scriptures and practiced um, yoga and meditation and pranayama and ate simply, you know, ate, ate macrobiotic food, so very simple food. Um, it's very deeply healing and transformative. Ah. Uh. It sounds really relaxing, actually. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. I want to go there now. But anyway. <laughs> it's really amazing because it's like you're away from the world. You're like in this yeah. kind of protected environment to heal. With like-minded individuals. So you're not you're not having to explain yourself. They already get it. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. So you were there for five years and um, how, well, how was that five years for you? How did the Laura that came into the, the group living come in versus how she left? Um, well, I was, I was pretty injured from, um, uh, a number of things that happened to me when I was, um, when I was young, when I was a child and, and then when I was married. And so I, um, you know, I, I was pretty shut down. I think that that could be a good explanation for it. And um, I found that the practice of yoga and meditation and pranayam really started to open my energy channels and chakras so that um, the healing was, was very deep. You know, it was a very deep physiological shift that happened, an energetic shift. I mean, I also um, I needed to do therapy to to deal with the psychological dimension of it. Um, so it's, you know, it's been a process of healing and I've done so many different types of healing systems uh, since then. I think I found that, you know, when you have traumas, uh, uh, sometimes they're on multi-dimensional levels, including um, spiritual or psychological or physiological, emotional, and, um, and that a lot of us who are healers or, you know, the term used to be wounded healers, um, we come into the healing field because of um, personal wounding. And, um, and we learn <laughs> that there's so many different dimensions of healing that can happen. Um, and I don't, you know, I think living at Kurapalu opened me up to a lot of that because there were astrologers that lived there. So I really got into astrology and I, um, um, energy healers and yogis and transformational workshops. Um, we, we did a lot of, a lot of transformational workshops together that really drop you into, um, the body and mind on this very profound level. Um, so you came out a new woman basically. I came out completely different. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was hard to leave. Um, I was, you know, I, I really loved the community and the community closed down. Um, okay. Uh, that I was living in. So it was hard to leave, but it was a good thing. I needed to get out. I went back to school and um, studied anthropology. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then, and then what? So now you're in school, you still have your little boy and now your little boy, I guess would be nine, nine or 10 now. Right. And yeah. what, what are you doing? You're still a single mom. Still a single mom. I, um, no, anyway, I worked for about a year before I went back to school and then I went back to school. I studied art for a while. And then I, um, I got into, um, a program at Bryn Mawr College called um, the McBride Program for non-traditionally aged students. <laughs> ah. and, um, it was such an amazing experience. I, I just loved Bryn Mawr. So I, you know, it was a small Ivy League college and um, I studied anthropology. I fell in love with anthropology. I had some amazing teachers who had done research in the hills of Papua New Guinea or with secret societies and wow. Africa. And um, 
uh, and 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 it was in it was in anthropology that I started studying shamanism, and I started realizing, wow, you know, the experiences that a lot of us have had um, through either through drugs or through I don't know psychosis or whatever happens to the brain that. Um, in more traditional cultures, they know how to deal with that. And we deal with it very poorly in this country. Um, I mean, I think actually at that, I should say at that time, we dealt with it very poorly in this country. That was in the 70s. Um, uh, because the psychotechnologies were just beginning to develop. But uh, now they're, I mean, now it's, it's so much better and there's so much more understanding of all of this. Um, but when I started studying um, anthropology and started studying shamanism, I realized that my experience was very shamanic. And if I can had, you, real quick, can you explain what shamanism is? Yeah. Um, I so shamanism is a traditional healing system. It's the traditional healing system of most of all traditional cultures and. Russia and, and China and um, and Africa, um, you know, South America. They're they're um, uh, the um, Native Americans in this country. Um, all had uh, their healing roots were in shamanism, and shamanism is a form of healing that. And I'm really glad that I was able to study um, shamanism through. Um, the university to understand the the bigger context of it. So um, the the shamanic healing when somebody is um, is ill, a lot of it is related to the community. So a lot of it is related to um, where our relationships um, not in alignment with each other, or it's connected to the herbs of the land, and it's connected to the cosmos um, of the belief system of the um, the indigenous um, uh, people. And um, and you know, the more I study about this, because because I've been continuing to read and learn, the more I realize that. Um, we really need to respect indigenous cultures. You know, they have such an incredible wisdom that, mm-hmm. um, I mean, this could be a whole, whole story. Yeah. Um, I, 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 um, I have so much respect for indigenous cultures and um, especially for indigenous people who were trained from the beginning. Usually the shamanic um, uh, transmission is, is, um, is transmitted through uh, your lineage and your, your ancestors. So they start training kids from the time they're uh, in utero. Wow. So a shaman themselves, from what I understand a shaman is, is someone who has been taught uh, by their ancestors through dreams and through experiences out of this realm. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Look at me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, all right. So you now you have studied all this. You have all this information. You've been a yoga instructor, participant. You've been in this community. You've been studying and astrology. All these things are now together. Now what? Now what do you do? 
Um, well, after I graduated, I, um, I got an ADMA, a joint bachelor's, master's degree in anthropology. And um, I studied um, uh, bereavement and death and dying and shamanism and uh, transformational workshops. Um, uh, you know, kind of what's going on in this country with transformational workshops. And uh, then after I, um, after I graduated, I went uh, and studied rothing. <laughs> Which um, is what? Roughing is a structural integration. So it's a deep tissue body work um, that helps to line up the, the posture and gravity so that, um, so that the gravitational force in your system um, can uh, guide your structure. And um, it's, a, it's a very powerful form of deep tissue body work. Um, would you say that's like a releasing of negative bad stuff? It, yeah, all of that stuff happens. It's interesting you know, because I was doing energy healing uh, before I did the roughing training, and I had started um, tr uh, doing some roughing sessions, and it was very helpful for me. And so I decided to do the roughing training. I did it mainly because I wanted to, I had been in school for so long, and I wanted to ground back into my body. I was like reading and researching uh, for so many years and I just mm -hmm. wanted to ground back into my body. And that's what Rothen does. And uh, it, it was really a profound experience to get like really grounded in my feet and really grounded in the earth because I was always like up in the cosmos. Um, I, you know, it's just the way that I was living my life at that time. So it, um, it just kind of gets you in the physical uh, realm more than any other kind of body. I had I had studied massage. I had studied so many different types of body work, but rothing um, is profound. And I don't roth anymore because my hands, <laughs> my hands. Um, I, I did for a number of years. And, um, just, you said it's very very laborious. It's 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 very tough physically on you. Yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard body, but. I loved it. I love actually what I loved is what it did for people. And what I also noticed, this is what I was going to say, is that when you get all those, the fascial alignment going on, the energy moves through the system much more easily. So even doing the energy work that I was doing at that time, the raw thing was organizing the energy better than what I had learned earlier. So give us an example, Laura, for those, uh, those of us who are sitting there going, I mean, uh, how does, what does that look like? Right. Cause so many people can't wrap their brains around it, but that, but it's so interesting. So give me an example of, do you, can you think of a, and I, this is off. We didn't talk about this, but okay. is there, is there a, a, can you give us a, for example of someone who came to you uh, sort of almost skeptically and said, yeah, I, I got some problems. I want to feel better. And then you worked on them and like they transformed like before your eyes. Is there a, do you have any examples of that? Any examples like that? I mean, I don't know that I, I, I work with people that are skeptical because it, it just makes it too hard. I don't really, um, I don't really want to have to kind of deal with that kind of energy. Gotcha. Cause it's, it's, they're throwing up a boundary, right? Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. okay. Well, um, what um, I can say is that, uh, um, roughing, I mean, I've worked with thousands of people 
And um, it's fast. You know, it's done in a 10-session series. So in 10 sessions, um, you can organize the whole structure, including lining up the spine and reorganizing the joint system and um, the, the whole fascial system and the energy system and the muscular system. So it just works through the whole body. And it's uh, there's 10 specific sessions that you do. So there's session one, two, three, and all the way up to session 10. And I, you know, you, you know, I've always followed the 10 session series for the first 10 sessions. And then after that, there's advanced work and, um, and it changes people's lives. So give us a good example. Um, um, okay. I worked with, um, a neurologist, and um, he had actually done a lot of rolfing before, but he had um, open heart surgery and um, was uh, was having um, some uh, some pain in his joints. He had had um, he had had injuries throughout his life and um, some trauma throughout his life um, because rolfing also kind of well when you release the, the fascia, it's going to also uncover any kind of um, uh, held up trauma or emotion. Um, and um, over time, he loved it. So he came back <laughs> uh, weekly uh, to see me. But over time, everything was freed up. Um, he, he had no more shoulder pain. He had bro broken his collarbone. And so there was just limitation. And he had no more limitation in his joints or in his, um, you know, it's like his whole joint system was organized. And he, you know, the, his capacity to move and to do yoga and uh, things that he had done before the open heart surgery, he was able to get back to doing the same things that he had done after the open heart surgery. Oh, that's neat. Now, <laughs> real quick, fascia. What is fascia? You're saying we're releasing fascia. What is that? Fascia is the wrapping around the muscles. So it's like um, if you get a piece of chicken and you get that slimy stuff that's on top, that's fascia. Aha. <laughs> okay. The, the, the wrapping around the muscles. But I, I want to tell everybody, I don't roll off anymore. But I can say right. people who do. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> But you do do this energy, intuitive energy healing. So let's let's dive into that. So you're moving through your practice now, Rafing, and what makes you stop doing that? Um, well, actually, I, I was um, I was just going to take a break, and I was going to go back and get a PhD in psychology, and I just I, I was done with school, at least I'm um, just heady school, um, and I. Um, I started my roffing practice, then I did a Pilates certification, and I did a certification called the Franklin Method, which is a movement certification. And I, I did some other um, movement modalities um, called, you know, another one called Continuum. And I um, also did research in Continuum, so I really looked into when I was doing my master's research into um, embodiment through transformational workshops. So it, it was um, kind of like, how do we, how do we transform our consciousness and bring our body along? So it's not just a mind thing. Um, and so I, I, I was working in these fields and I, I wasn't completely happy. And 
I, I liked roughing, but I, I knew that it wasn't really, it wasn't really what I wanted to do for work, but I, I needed to make money and it was really good money. Um, and I, I actually loved um, helping people at that level. Um, and I, I was looking for something else to do. I had trained, I had, you know, kind of looked for, uh, at a number of different systems that um, weren't quite getting it for me, um, mo mostly energetic systems. And then I came across body talk and I fell in love with body talk because it's this, this very inclusive system and everything that I had trained, I could, I could filter into the body talk protocol. So it's, um, um, it's, it, it works. Body talk is, um, is, um, intuitive based. So we're working with, um, uh, kind of a formula that's individualistic for you for today. So we do muscle checking. It's a biofeedback system. We work within a biofeedback system to follow, we call it the innate wisdom of the body um, to see what the body needs today. So you'll come in and you'll give me a history and you'll, you'll tell me what you need, but the, <laughs> the intuition is going to, to guide the session. I'm not gonna go, okay, you know, oh, you have a headache. I'm going to work on your headache. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, it's, it's kind of more multidimensional because you're working within so many different systems and um, bringing it all together. So you work, you know, we work with Chinese medicine, with, uh, with yogic philosophy, with science, with the latest scientific research in epigenetics and the microbiome and hormones. Um, and, um, body chemistry and trauma, you know, active memory trauma. And we work with planets and, and um, past lives. So it's just very, it's very multidimensional. And because I've had all of these personal experiences, right? I've had this kind of personal journey. I, um, and I've done a lot of healing of my own trauma and my own personal journey. Um, you know, opened up into very dark places and very profound places, you know, so it's just like all of these different levels of human existence. And so I feel very proficient at being able to help people with whatever is going on in their system. I, you know, if somebody needs a psychologist, uh, you know, that's something I, I won't, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not a psychologist, so I won't pretend to be, but I, um, but there, there's a lot of different layers that can be transformed. And um, people have, you know, there's profound transformation that happens in the system. In fact, I worked on somebody yesterday who just, um, she, she was in such um, uh, awe in, like, at her experience that she just cried and sat and cried for about a half an hour because she couldn't. Um, she's never felt uh, so deeply into her body that, um, mm. um, and she did last night. I was, I was, I didn't really do anything different. It was just, you know, just kind of following and tracking to where is she and where's her energy. And cause I, you know, I can feel when the energy isn't really grounded in the body. And, um, and so it's like, how do we get that? How do we get her energy back into her body? And she guided me. It's just, you know, she I always listened to the client because they know what's going on in your system. And she's like, she knew she needed 
to connect somehow. And so we just, you know, once, once she guided me, the session took off. Wow. But have you had people come in and say, yeah, I've had this really horrible pain in my neck and, and then you start working on them and you're finding out that their, their energy isn't aligned or they're stopped up somewhere else. Well, here's a, here's a good story. I love stories. (laughs) stories. Um, I worked on this one woman who um, had this pain in her back. And uh, so I don't know, somehow the session took us to a past life where she got stabbed in the back. And I took the sword out energetically. I took the sword out of her back. This has happened a number of times. And you could have, how'd you know it was a sword and not a knife? Well, you know, um, <laughs> this is the intuition. This is how the intuition works. It's like you see things. So there's different levels of intuition. But I don't, let me just finish this one quick. Yeah, do it. Do it. Sorry. Yeah, and her pain went away <laughs> and oh then um, it, it came back a little bit later on and there was some other past life that we went into and then I don't I don't think it's ever come back again but um, so I, I was going to talk about the intuition there's um, different um, intuitive types so there's clairvoyance clairaudience clair uh, uh, so clairvoyance is um, the ability to see things uh, clair um, clear auditory is the ability to hear things. Clairsentient is the ability to feel things. And uh, clear gustatory is your taste. And then I can never remember this one. Um, um, Claire Smelly. <laughs> Claire Smelly is <laughs> the ability to, to smell things. And, <laughs> and I'm very clear audience and clear, uh, or clear, uh, uh, voyant and clairsentient. I can feel and I can see. So when, you know, if I'm uh, traveling back into the past life, I can see the whole past life and I can see exactly what happens and where it is and, um, you know, what horse they're riding on or, or what tribe they're connecting to. So, um, you know, it's just, I, when I was at Capello, I started. Um, I, I started having these experiences of remembering past lives, and um, yours or other people's. Mine um, okay. initially, and then it just translated into you know me working and seeing past lives, or, or even also seeing people from the other side. You know, seeing um, worked. Um, I'm going off. Can I go off? A little oh, bit? Yes, of course. I, I was doing this um, continuum training and the teacher, um, she looked at me and she said, oh, you're the one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she just come with me. I said, okay. <laughs> and, um, and she was working with this woman who had, um, um, she, she, um, there was an experience where she thought that her mother killed her father or something like that. Um, at the end of his life, um, put a pillow over his head. And um, and so we, uh, I went with this woman and we did this kind of um, uh, journey into finding, um, finding the father and, and asking him what happened. And she heard things and I saw things and we both, we both um, came up with the same conclusion. That the same story. The mother did not kill him. <laughs> There's a good end of the story. But it was, you know, it was, that was my first experience into working with people on the other side. And, and then after that, I, I knew how to do it. And, and so um, wow. that was something also that 
you know, it's, there's just why, why it's like, I just, I'm just always so blown away about like, what, what, what's really going on? Like what, like what, who, who are we really? So we think we're like flesh and blood, but that's like, just like a minuscule piece of who we are. Um, and in, in my world, anyways, no one yeah. knows anything. And it's truly amazing. And, and for us to think that this is it, and, and what you see is what is truly there. I mean, that's a little bit naive, I think. Um, the energy is, well, it's never created, it's created and never destroyed. And there it is. And what happens to your energy? And that's like the lifelong question. Um, and it's really interesting to me how people are able to verbalize that and share, you know, the different modalities that are out there. So cool. It's, I mean, it's a huge, vast field, and, and there's more and more people that have opened up to being able to sense energy and feel energy. And, you know, it's like this beautiful flower opening up on this planet and in and, and, and human beings. And, and my hope is that it can transform our hearts and we can really make a shift, um, the shift that we need to make on this planet to be able to save you know, turn the climate around, save our species, and not our species, all of the species. Mm-hmm. We we need to, we really need to be more conscious um, on this planet. Mm-hmm. I just That's hope that the more we work this, the more it just kind of, uh, you know, it just emanates out into the universe and um, right. spreads. Right. So you you hit this pandemic, you sit, you meditate, and you say, okay, now I know what I need to do. Your, 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 your passion comes up yet again. Mm-hmm. And so what does that look like right now for you? Um, you got well, course. Yeah. I mean, you my, wouldn't have had without the pandemic. Is, is that accurate? Without the pandemic. That's true. I would never, yeah. I would never have had the time. Exactly. To design this course. So, you know, like I, that's what I was saying. It's like in some levels, um, this pandemic has been a blessing for many of us, uh-huh. and, um, for me, um, uh, for sure, because this has taken, you know, I've been spending hours and hours on this course and um, I'm, I'm getting it and I'm, I'm learning how to do it and I'm learning how to scale and you know, hopefully I can reach more and more people. That's my goal is to be able to reach a lot of people. Um, I'm building um, my uh, what I'm working with now, anyways, for this year is I'm working with helping people to to feel inside their body. That's my main intention because I think that once you can really drop inside your body and feel the energy in your body and to feel where the stagnation is, you can heal yourself. You know, you can go in and you're like, oh man, I have this pain in my liver. Breathe into your the pain in your liver. And, you know, see, maybe there's, maybe there's, um, you know, maybe there's some kind of blockage in there and breathe into it and just keep breathing into it and dissolve it. Um, and that is, um, that is the healing, um, the dissolving meditation practice of, um, we're working within the energy freedom circle, as well as Qigong to build your energy. So I just feel like it's really important to learn to ground uh, your energy and build your energy. A lot of energy healing systems, they take you into your head and then you're not grounded. So, um. Oh, it's so 
Interesting. So Laura, when you're doing, do you want to explain um, if somebody were to say, wow, I'm really interested in this and they contact you, explain what that would look like for them? Um, well, I'll start with the healing system. Is that what you want me to do with the sure, like, system? Like you and I, I said, okay, well, I'm really interested in this. What okay. do I do? All right. Um, so uh, I, I can work long distance. Uh, um, that's most of my work is long distance. Um, so you can email me at Laura, uh, Laura at laurashalfant.com. You can go on my website, which is laurashalfant.com. Contact me through there. Um, you can kind of check out um, my bio and uh, the things that I have to offer. And um, if you're interested in my course, uh, yeah, just email me right now. We're, we're working on getting, um, getting everything um, um, on my website so that you can just link right into the course, but that's not quite set up yet. Um, and, you know, if you're interested in a session, I can do sessions from anywhere, you know, um, with anybody in the world um, because of Zoom. <laughs> you know, thank yeah. God for Zoom. Um, and I do group sessions also. So if you have a group of people that are interested in um, healing sessions, we can do that. Neat. And so what I did was you had me lay down and then you had your, your table and you were sort of setting the room up where you were as if I was there. Correct. Right. So I, I can walk you through that. Um, so uh, there's something in body talk called mindscape. And um, it's kind of like an energetic healing space. And I have my energetic table in the mind, my mindscape room. And it just makes it easier when you're doing long distance sessions to kind of um, set the space up there. So, um, so in, um, in that process, I brought Wendy up into my elevator and up into my healing space and later down on my healing table in my mindscape room. Uh, but I'm in my office and I have a table in my office. So I'm, as I'm in my consciousness in the mindscape room, I also am standing um, in, my, in my office um, with my hands over the table. And so I, I'm feeling when, Wendy's energy body. So I, um, when I'm working, I can actually feel into any kind of blocks that are going on in, in, the physical, I, you know, it's, it's as if she's there. In fact, when I started working this way after I did this meditation, I, I was working and um, some, sometimes I'd be working with my eyes closed and then I'd open my eyes and I was almost like there was a moment of shock or I'd, like, where is she? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, you're in it so much. You, yeah. It's like you're there. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, so I had stuff that was some of my chakras were spinning the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was really interesting. And I did. I actually did feel. And here's the thing I wanted to say, and I almost forgot this. So as we're coming out of this and I mean, I, I could hear my dog chewing the bone in the background. It's not like I was hypnotized or anything. I knew what was going on. If somebody... There was, if my house was on fire, I would have gotten up and run out of the house. Like it's, you're still there, um, but you're kind of just like thinking and listening to her. 
And then I sat up and we're talking and she's asking me kind of the, the, the takeaways, like, how do you feel? What do you think? You know, all these questions. And I look over her and she's got the zoom thing set up. So there's a wall behind her and it was in the evening and late afternoon, early evening. And I saw over her head, this like gold, orangey, sparkly tangerine color thing. Like it had been a reflection off of something. And she kept talking and it, I looked at it and then it went away and I kept waiting for, you know, the reflection to come back, like the sun had hit it or headlights had hit it, something hit it and made it go up over her head. And finally, I, st- I didn't see it again. I, I said, uh, Laura, is there something that would cause this thing? I just saw your head. I'm perplexed. And, and you said, oh, I think you see my aura, right? Or something. You see my energy. And I, I thought that was pretty wild. Um, and I haven't seen any energy since, but that opens me up to maybe I could see energies in the future. The work that we did was designed to open your intuition and, and, you know, things unfold. Who knows what happens here? You know, they, sometimes uh, things happen immediately and sometimes they unfold gradually. Um, it's a, it's a neat little, um, it's a neat little ride. It's worth, um, the, the standing in line and, and waiting to get on the ride and, and going. And I, I'm excited. And what we're working on now, Laura, what you're working on now, along with your course is you're going to write a book. Yeah. Wendy um, had this great suggestion that she interview me and we, we, we do it uh, through audio interviewing because <laughs> Because there's so many different dimensions of my life and trying to put it together. Has, I've, I've been trying to write a book for a while, a memoir for a while, and I go into it and then I come out of it because I need to make more money or whatever. <laughs> um, but I love the idea of uh, doing um, like an audio interview and then putting it into a book that way. Um, so we've been, we've, we've had a one session. And- one session where I'm just asking her questions and she can, we're taping it and uh she can get somebody to transcribe it because her story, we just got a, a little tiny glimpse of it today. There is so much more to her story and and it it really reads to me and I probably don't know it all either. It, like a movie almost like a whole novel, this whole thing of, of totally real raw emotions and experiences that have brought you to where you are now in your second wind, being able to help and serve others and, and open up their minds and their energies and, and really raising their consciousness, which is kind of what we all have to do right now. I think we're all called to do that. I totally agree with you, Wendy. It's super exciting. And um, I'm going to put all of the things, Laura, on our show, show notes so everybody can find you and try it for themselves. You know, I'm always going to be your guinea pig and I've done it and I can tell you it's it's worth it and it's very enlightening and it gives you kind of another, you feel like you're just like one up on your neighbor there because you can feel a few more things that maybe somebody around you doesn't. And it's it's very empowering, I guess, is a good way to to put it. And I thank you so much for your time today, Laura, and, and sharing with us. Do you have anything you'd like to end with? 
Um, yeah, I'm going to end with a prayer. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, this is the, um, the kindest prayer. Um, may all beings be happy. May all beings be healthy. Um, may all beings, and this includes all sentient beings, have a place that they can call home. May all beings live in peace. Thank you. Thank you so much, Wendy, for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Thank <laughs> you. Really I'm glad. I'm glad. I know you were like, oh, I don't know about this, but thank <laughs> you so much. And until next time, people, breathe in your second wind. Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think, and made you feel. If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.